0: Do you know that's what Canada Is a place yeah. <laughs> <welcome>, I, <laughs> I don't know if that should really be In the radio sphere But <clears throat> Ah, perfect, perfect Welcome
1: back everyone Yeah,
0: yeah. coming at
1: you From the front lines of the Most Boring Dystopia.
0: Isolation, Terry, Damn, that was good. <laughs> really? You like that? Yeah. I tried out a new method involving my hands.
1: I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of this whole coronavirus thing.
0: I'm quite sick of it, too. How
2: has your week been, Sonia? My week has been
1: just fine. I discovered that by tilting my computer a little to the left, I could fix... A kink in my neck that was developing <laughs> I also put a pillow on my chair to elevate my seat which also improved <laughs> the ergonomics of my sitting your, situation your so this is I'm ridiculous. like soaring as a person
0: Ainsley you fled the north how's that panning out for you it did I fled the north moved in with my man didn't really, like, realize the weight of that until I was, like, moved in. I was like, hey, wait, like, we we live together now. We kind of just, like, <laughs> did it without, like, discussing it as, like, a major decision. We were just like, yeah, we're doing that. And then we were like, oh, I guess we're living together for the rest of our lives now. <laughs> cool.
3: Wait, Damn. rest of lives? That... Well, yeah. I mean,
0: like, Dylan was going to move up to Sudbury, and we were going to get a house, so it's like, now I'm here, and our next move is going to move up north, so. That's it just it. Uh, it
1: just sped up the process for you.
0: <sighs> yeah, but it's sweet. I, like, uh, I talked to my boss, and she was, like, really cool, and she was like, you have a job whenever you come back. Like, I don't know, obviously everything's up in the air right now, and then <clears throat> talked to my landlord. She didn't respond to me for like five days. I was like emailing her, texting her, being like, hey, so like I'm giving my notice. I'm moving out. Just no response. And then she finally responded and was like, Okay. She's probably in hiding
3: ever since her uh, Corona party.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Dylan and I drove up there (laughs) a couple days ago, got all my shit out of there, pieced the scene. And now I'm back here. And I was like, Dylan, we are gutting your fucking house so that like i can have some space and there's not a bunch of like gross boy shit in it he was like fine so we've just been like moving and like completely gutting his house so i just like haven't stopped i've barely even looked at my phone for the three for like the past week i don't even know what's going on in our discord chat i barely even know what we're talking about on this podcast (laughs) 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 You just keep doing your Lord of the Rings impressions and you'll
1: be just fine
0: Okay, sweet Uh, Brayden Sorry, sorry. I thought No, go ahead I was just going to say Dylan had a futon in his room and I was like, okay, so let's throw out the futon He was like, what? Why? It's a good futon I was like, Wait You're... a futon
3: aside from a mattress as well Or the futon is his mattress
0: No it's like an extra futon But it's still like it's one of those like metal frame ones And it's just gross and has like Morty <laughs> hair all over it And I was just is like Is it like sagging in the center? Yeah it's terrible And he was like what I got that like only a year ago I was like we've been dating for over a year And you've had it the entire time that I've been dating you So nothing you say is accurate now Like you can't be a man I got man. on the curb
3: it was in great condition I
0: know I was like you can't be a man who is almost 30 and own a futon that resides in your room it's just like you you just can't I feel like a
2: futon is like the quintessential like bachelor yeah a woman has to come in and remove
0: yeah (laughs) it's like a a rite of passage into like an adult (laughs) relationship the futon must go yeah I agree (laughs) Um,
2: my week has been good I'm feeling better I have been exercising again and that's Taken the edge off the crippling depression of social. No, I don't. Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I'm feeling better. I've been outside. The weather's been so nice, and that's nice.
1: It's been beautiful. It has. Yeah.
2: I feel like it wasn't this beautiful last year. But, and yeah, I've been going for walks, and like everyone now says hello to you. I guess, like, that's a mm. response to. Corona, you know everyone's friendly. Oh, not in my
1: area. Everywhere I walk, I'll be, I'll I'll, like kind of, you know, when you're trying to make eye contact, so you can do like the good (laughs) afternoon, and they just kind of like look away. I'm like, it's not going to transfer through my eyes. (laughs) Everyone everyone says,
2: everyone says hello, and that's nice. I just went on a mission to the grocery store, and the lineup was very far away. I guess people don't know where I live, so I can't give you a marker. But it was very long. Do you go to Superstore? Um, Yeah, I went to the superstore. I saw Dylan's roommate. Um, But we... uh, uh, Sidewalks form a built-in pandemic lineup system like everyone stands in every other block it's perfect and the lady in front of me was straddling two blocks and I've never been more annoyed at something (laughs) in my life I feel like (laughs) I I was like
0: filming her I was so mad I would argue that there's a
2: clear distinction
0: I would argue that it makes more sense for everyone to stand on every other line instead of just be inside the box because when you're inside a box with borders, it gives you more of an inclination to like bounce around within those borders and move around. But yeah, if you're on that, a line, you know to you stay do. on the line.
2: No, but it's a it was like a forty five minute wait. You should have a box with which to roam in and it's every other True, box. So you have space. And that's cool if you think that but everyone else was doing the other way. Oh, she does not so get she to, was knocking to the side. I was glaring at her and I was very offended. Did she <laughs> absorb
1: the glare at all? No she Or is she did gonna not. re-offend?
2: And then Sounds I like see her in the store and she she got too close to me. So anyway, she's my nemesis of the week. But besides that, my week has been relatively uh good compared to How was
0: the superstore like space wise? Because Dylan keeps saying that he has to keep running into the back because everybody just still doesn't understand social distancing whatsoever.
2: Uh it was actually really good in my opinion. Like some people get a bit close but they really aren't letting that many people in at a time, so it's it's better than your like average shopping day for sure. There's no lineups for the tills, so that part was great. But it was like it was quite cold out, and waiting in line sucked. But inside, it was good. Um, I wore a mask and uh,
0: some guy when Dylan and I were at apocalyptic. We we went to Canadian Tire like a few days ago to get. I didn't remember what we were getting now. But um, we were just, like, looking at something in the aisle. And then this guy came into the aisle in a, with a cart and, like, walked, like, right behind us. But, like, we weren't really paying attention. And then another guy was... Um, like started entering the aisle from the other side and then just like yelled at the guy who passed us with the being like hey buddy like didn't you know like it's social distancing you just walked right by these poor people and like blah blah blah." and Dylan and I were just like oh oh dear (laughs) like I am uh, okay (laughs) just like bailed the scene I was like you can do that nicely, you know. Like I don't know.
2: Yeah, you just give them an evil look. Everyone knows that you're like, uh. or you, or make just ex- cough, start
1: coughing like. Yeah.
3: Um, I just very back loudly. up,
2: kind of like obviously, so they like get the point. Kind Dofoe of. Dofo said like, we could at at publicly people shame,
1: forget. so. Yeah.
2: Guns yeah. out. He, he,
1: he gave us the Trust. the permission. <laughs> like, yeah, Jenna, how I really have want you to been? Yell at
2: people.
1: I've had a good week. Um, <laughs> I I've <laughs> taken
3: up. Uh, neighborhood watch um there have been multiple instances of criminal activity uh, outside of Ryan's house he kind of lives in a sketchier neighborhood um and he lives on the upper level of a home so i get like a really good view of everything and there have been multiple police chases and crazy oh. things happening guns out it, it's been like crazy and i've also uh, we found a Facebook group called Nosy Neighbors for the town that he lives in. So I've been watching that a lot. And then I, I became so obsessed that I started to ignore Ryan. And he was like, Jenna, like, oh you need to God. step away from the windows. And then I said this and like it made sense in my mind. I was like, I really want to be a witness to something so I can like help the case. And then he's like, so you're saying that you want a Am crime to, to happen. But that's not what I meant. <laughs>
0: We've you know, all seen I just, our well, lips are sealed. It, so. Like that was like the dream, you know? Yeah.
3: So that's been, that's been my week. Other than that, it's been fine. Oh, Brayden, I've also become a gamer girl and I've tried playing Call of Duty for the first time. Now I can't get it. <laughs> that's a no, really
1: I, funny game to start out
3: with I, for you. I know. I had to text the producer immediately being like, this is it. I did it. So
2: I'm all about Animal Crossing and Nintendo in general. Because you can pretend you're outside, like your avatar.
1: Yeah, it seems like <laughs> Animal Crossing would be a very good game right now to like escape the situation.
2: It's perfect. That is our lives. Because you're, you're doing all the things you want to be doing in a safe, controlled. Like making environment. your garden and
1: talking to people. <laughs>
2: yes, interacting <laughs> with neighbors and uh, being in nature. I don't know, making Damn, money. Damn <laughs> Damn son!
1: Do you guys prefer? Just curious, in terms of like. Um, Making coronavirus sound like just like a fun little thing. Do you prefer calling it the Corona's or the Ugh. rona?
2: The rona for sure. I think I would choose Really, I'm neither, partial to Crones. And I like corones isn't even really a short form. Yeah, corones is also not. it's too close to corones. Like, Crones. like yeah. the Crones disease.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, I'd be more about. You're just wrong. It's
2: absolutely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> May I throw in a third
0: option for your? Please do. Pondering the ronski. The ski the fucking Roneski. Can't bods. go out
1: because the fucking Roneski. <laughs> Can't go out, out for there. a rip
0: because of the skis spot. <laughs> oh
1: god. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking yeah. Okay, time for the double double. Oh, Two of the top trending tweets in Canada this week. Mmm, coffee in the time of the Karonskis. I'm sorry, I just did, like, Hashtag gentle. Zoom bombing.
0: <laughs> What's Zoom bombing?
2: Oh, is this about people uninvited crashing Zoom meetings?
1: Precisely. Oh, like the so- hackers? Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, well, yeah. it's not even if hackers. You-, you just join them.
1: Yeah, because the links to join a Zoom meeting can be public, or even if they're not public, if you just, like, type in random numbers, you could probably, like, hit one, because there's so many going on right now. I want to do this
0: now. Is that wrong of (laughs) me? No, it's (laughs) shitty. I go to, like, my
2: NA and AA meetings online, and people, like, crash them and, like, say... Th- like rude things i guess about You've addicts? been zoom bombed? No, I haven't, but um a lot of people i know have. I haven't been going That's to That's kind of bad things. for AA and NA cuz that like kind of completely oh, yeah, destroys the
0: anonymity. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: <laughs> But no, they've started doing passwords, but people still will post like the passwords online and that kind of affects the whole principle that anyone can go. Mm-hmm. So, but i mean they have to do what they have to do. But then I also have found there's, like, a lot of fear-mongering now because I'm in some online groups and people are, like, posting these crazy articles about how people are going in and, like, destroying things. And it's like, okay, like, it sucks, but, like, we don't need to be, like, all, like, rallying together about how, like, (laughs) precious this is. I don't know. It's, like, annoying. Yeah, I read an article (laughs) in the Toronto
1: Star today and it was talking about, like, the, like, serious trauma that this inflicts and, like... Just uh, talking about these like serious hackers going in like neo nazis like I'm sure it's happened <laughs> but I'm sure 99% of the time it's some like fucking like, like 13 17 <laughs> year olds in the basement logging on and being like I read an I don't know, like
3: I read an article this this guy named Dennis Johnson he was in the middle of a Zoom meeting I guess but he was defending his doc doctoral dissertation. Um, and it was about the struggles of African Americans in California's education sy- system. And then I guess he in his uh, words, he said, I, I was talking about students of color, specifically black students. Um, as I'm talking about this, I see a circle on my screen, then another circle, and then I see another shape. It's a penis. And he, <laughs> he talked about how he was very traumatized and how it really emotionally affected
1: him. I mean, like, oh of course, God. like, Brayden says it sucks. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> they're assholes. But, like, <laughs> once you go too far, like, people who, I've been so irony poisoned by the internet that I'm just like, of course, people on the internet are going to tell you to go fuck yourself and, like, say fucked up shit. Like, what do you
0: think? <laughs> irony but, yeah, like People are spiritual. like, oh, I
2: love alcohol or whatever in an AA meeting. It's like, what, like, fuck, like, that's not going to make you, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say that. It's not going to make me relapse but, like, i know i just like,
1: can't like relate mm, like we'll just people say that, that anyway <laughs> like, yeah.
2: and like p- like people have been doing i don't know there's been worse things from people that were invited so i don't know it's it's annoying at at the worst i think it's it. yeah i think it's just mostly funny
1: like <laughs> if i okay like i've been in some meetings where i'm like please someone zoom bomb this please
3: please we do anything a- a- Ainsley, you're gonna become a zoom bomber aren't you
0: I don't have the time right now, but definitely when I do.
2: Apparently, (laughs) because they're making like TikToks of it, like doing it and then making videos. So that's what people are concerned about with the anonymity thing. But again, Um, that seems one of those, like, what is that called? Like a folk, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Urban myth? Yeah, the things where like parents are like, "Oh my god, kids are doing this awful thing," and like, oh yeah, one, like one, the sex
1: bracelets. E-
2: yeah, like folk like
1: taboo. I don't know, something?
2: but like, yeah, it's just like one, A few kids did that. Like, I there's not a bunch of TikToks out there. If there is, like, fucking also easy. like it's yeah, like, that's what the I'm saying. Like,
0: NA thing and like, AA thing. It's like, why don't they just use Skype then? Um they're used I don't I, I don't know I think it's that would eliminate probably, this is the fucking bombing problem I entirely. think I
2: think zoom is like a lot better for meetings especially like there there's like there's more hundred yeah. there's over a hundred people in them and stuff the password thing like generally eliminates that and I don't know people just like to feel victimized mmm
1: ain't that the truth hashtag speaking moistly <laughs> moistly
2: hi i'm speaking in-
0: moistly
2: ew that was disgusting <laughs> we should
0: insert the song here yes, yes. that song oh, yeah. is so good i was blown speaking away by moistly.
1: It. so so justin trudeau um true daddy was giving his regular corona talk and he was talking about wearing the masks and uh how they can prevent you from speaking moistly and in a very human <laughs> moment he realized that <laughs> that sounded kind of gross
2: maybe <laughs> who is that is that Andy? yes
1: y- Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, Did you see fuck. it, easily? Or yeah, like honestly, what? Which part of
1: the story are you responding to right now? With that last year,
0: every time. Like speaking moistly, and the song it was just so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was wasn't I he like oh, a
3: boy? His like reactions <laughs> to his own mistakes are the best part.
2: Speaking I know he's voice-ly. so endearing when he fucks up. <laughs> I don't even think it's yeah, endearing. I, say, I feel like my- it's
3: like robotic like response, being like, "Oh wow." my apologies like it's um,
1: I like <laughs> it. really I, I feel like that's what because people always say he's so slick but I don't I, I feel like that's just how he is and like I don't think in that, that moment it seemed pretty real and then like even like after the blackface <laughs> thing when he was like yeah
0: I uh, shouldn't
1: have done that he had his hands in his pockets like that felt pretty real to me it seemed like you know not, not like one of his canned like usual like Canadians are looking at us to lead yeah fuck yeah, I, I think if you're raised moment.
2: by a politician too, you probably learn a lot of that like robot speak from your parents. It's probably yeah, true in the enough. territory.
1: Um, can we? I wanted to say also. Can we hear it for the lady doing the ESL interpretation in the bottom corner? You
0: can hear it. No, but we we can't hear. There's a, there's a deaf joke here. I'm just not reaching it. <laughs> oh okay, god! Did like-
2: <laughs> you just like malfunction? <laughs>
0: But like she's going for it, like she's interpreting
1: the shit out of whatever they say. Hell yeah! Yeah, they they,
3: they go between two or no wait. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm talking about the Doug Ford's dude. Never mind, I'm getting them all confused.
0: They call her the boss interpreter. You think interpreter? that the
2: field of in, um uh sign language interpreter is very competitive, so they have to be very
0: cool, yes. creative.
1: <laughs> I would love to look into that and know a little bit more yeah. about that because. You're probably right. How do they pick one? Like if you have like a hot one,
0: maybe you're to be dead. No,
1: you can't be dead. You have to hear what the person is saying to
0: interpret it.
1: Was that a joke?
2: I I honestly didn't see the problem of what you said until
3: so you. Okay, on I don't know. I I could see it as not being of a highly populated field in general. I mean, who really learns sign yeah, language? but, but even there's if also, there's like just not five not many guys jobs
2: available, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like f- even yeah, five guys. There's probably like once a year that you need them,
2: <laughs> and to be the prime minister's interpreter, that's like elite job. Like you have to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. What do you think? Like,
2: you need to be the sassiest. You need to have flair.
1: Do you? Yeah. Do you need to have good like hand-eye coordination? I think you need facial, to have good facial, facial movements. Uh, yeah, facial expressions for sure
3: because maybe they like tell super a whole other like,
1: story. Super like normal looking, you know, so like relatable, like not too distracting from the star of the show, which is the PM.
2: Yeah, do you th- Justin's do you think like, they this have- one's too hot, this one's hair is too good, it's gonna <laughs> overshadow me.
0: Do they, th- do you think they have, like, tryouts, like, American Idol or something, sure. and it's just, like, a panel right, sure. of, like, deaf individuals, and then they just go up and, like, do it to, like, a fucking Snoop Dogg song or something, and then they'll, like, X them out if they suck?
2: Yeah, for sure that happens.
0: In my fantasy about <laughs> this, this is how it works.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just using to put it to... Well, yeah, because what are you gonna put
1: on it. your resume, like...
0: I'm real good at this. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if their I'm hands have to be job. like very well kept too, you know, like they have to be like super clean. Do they have yeah, to no, do, do little, so like Oh, they're moving so fast,
1: you can't even see the quality of their hands.
0: Do you think they have to do strength tests like like lift little tiny mini barbells with their each finger?
2: <laughs> Endurance, strikes, <strength>, perseverance, flexibility. <laughs> <laughs> She
1: is the ESL interpreter.
0: We got to record a video for the Instagram of just like a little hand running around an obstacle course.
2: <laughs> Ainsley's on one tonight. Yeah. Oh She's
1: losing it. We're losing
2: her. You're the poster child for what can happen. Oh, my God. I'm
1: so
3: distracted. I'm looking out the windows and everyone looks like a suspect.
2: <laughs> uh, Jenna's the other, the other consequence of isolation, and, like extreme paranoia.
0: <laughs> Angie's kind of having a good time with it. Yeah, My imagination's just like busting out.
1: Okay, let's talk about Amazon. True Daddy made another announcement that's he's been making a lot of announcements recently um (laughs) Uh,
0: yes indeed (laughs) who who knows uh, the most
1: about this
2: i don't know if i know the most but i'll uh, quickly explain so trudeau basically announced that canada is going to partner with amazon and not the canada post um for delivery i guess it was a contract right yeah yeah Uh, and that was to distribute medical equipment yeah. But Amazon so
0: in the end is partnering with Canada Post and Perlator, so I don't understand that whole thing.
3: I guess they're using
1: Amazon workers. Yeah. Yeah. So um initially this uh there was some complaints because they signed an agreement with Amazon. Um there's issues with Amazon, and the obvious question I guess would be why not Canada Post? Mm-hmm. But um Ainsley's right. Um there's a difference between delivery and like kind of lo- the logistics and the distribution side of it. So I guess the argument is that Amazon's like fulfilling the orders and doing all the planning and then mm-hmm. Canada post and even pure Later and and um, some other companies are going to be delivering the package and Canada post is already pretty overwhelmed. Uh, so I've read.
0: So like, are the, are the companies making all this PPE stuff, like um, packaging it, and then sending it to Amazon or is Amazon packaging it as well and then sending it out?
2: Oh, I would assume that the companies are packaging it like in their original package, you mean, or their mailing package.
0: I'm not sure because like I don't think
2: Amazon would be making their packaging for them. But it's just like Amazon's dependent d- on distribution. the amount, right? Like, I don't know like Amazon makes their own products but I, I'm, I'm assuming the company making the medical products already has a packaging system
1: yeah and then they're probably just uh, organizing how to get it like as quickly as possible from the companies to wherever the hell it needs to go which is various hospitals medical clinics and I don't know wherever the fuck else they need this equipment um, but there's <laughs> in the conversation online about this there was a lot of hate going towards Canada Post oh Poor Canada Post. So, uh, here's one tweeter, Monica Field. If I wanted something delivered, Canada Post is my last choice. I could go to the zoo, hire a mule, and it would be delivered faster than Canada Post.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) How do you guys feel about Canada
1: Post? Do you have this hatred towards
0: it? I've never
3: had full-blown hatred toward Canada Post I mainly have just gotten annoyed a couple times when I've been home they knock really quickly and run out and then they leave the slip and then I have to go to the post office like 24 hours later when I was home you know I, ha- and that whole I have thing. like a yes
2: I have kind of a funny story with them and so at my work we get mail delivery every day obviously and we had this great lady that was all sassy and efficient and she had been in the process of retiring for a long time and every day would tell us how many days she had left it was all cute and we liked her so when she was eventually replaced with these younger guys they wouldn't so they we have a mail slot and they would just stuff her mail through but not come in and get our outgoing mail so we kept trying to catch them. Like we were literally laying traps because we needed to tell them to come in. Like we taped up the mail slot, but they would just like shove it as hard as they <laughs> could. A so little bit of cat and I,
1: mouse there. Yeah.
2: So I would li- like physically had to run after one once. I'm like, you have to take our mail. And he knew I could see on his face that he was caught, And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. But they kept doing it. And like every day I'd have to catch them. Um, so this so- was
1: Canada Post Worker?
2: Yeah it was Canada Post We had like They cycled between A couple of guys And they just Were really reluctant To come in And get our mail And I always
0: though? Like them. You're, you them
2: you
1: so weird Well they're on before, a deadline Amazon yeah, yeah, does it too yeah, They sorry. like fucking They drop it off And then they fucking Book it Like they're gone yeah. I hear the doorbell And I'm like Oh And I go up And he's like Zah! You see the car, like, <laughs> fucking getting the fuck out of here? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have issues, but I don't really order things very often. Uh, Sean seems to order something every fucking day. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not monitoring how well that's going. <laughs> but I was reading a little bit because every so often there's a big debate about whether we should privatize Canada Post. And so this whole... Thing is like look at how efficient Amazon is uh we're relying on them and not Canada Post but you know Canada Post is a crown corporation and it's been getting its budget slashed like pretty consistently so it gets to that whole thing where we underfund public services and then we complain that they suck yeah it's kind of um a self-fulfilling prophecy, but also, it's interesting just thinking about mail, too, in general. I was reading about how mail has gone, de- mail volumes have gone way down because of the internet, obviously, so letter mm-hmm. mail and ad mail is way down, but parcel volumes are way up because now everyone buys their shit online. Right. Um, and also, Canada's population uh, is increasing, like, the number of houses that there are to deliver is increasing, but the volume of mail is decreasing, so basically their costs are going up, but the they're making less money because the volume of mail is going down.
2: My first thought when reading this argument was like, oh, that's awful because Amazon has become kind of a poster child for an evil corporation. Uh, side note, <laughs> I use Amazon quite frequently, so whatever. But um yeah, so my first thought was like, oh, this is awful. But then again, I'm like, they need to get medical supplies fast as I'm sure they've considered this and how it needs to be done fast and likely they were the most efficient Company to choose?
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I have always had like warm fuzzies for Canada Post. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want it in anybody the else's old, hands. You know? Like, I old just post office. Yeah, I just like respect Canada Post, and like, I'm like, yeah, you can fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, me I don't too. Care, because you're cute. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: I agree, and like that's what they do. It's funny, but if Amazon <laughs> fucks up, <out> my <laughs> mail I'm like, fuck you, like. You deserve to die, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs>
3: Again, I mean, most of these times, it's not like them fully fucking up. I mean, I think I've maybe had one package that was lost, but it's usually just like the time factor. And obviously, Amazon has, like, Jeff Bozos has, like, created Bozos. a whole system where he gets things out as efficiently as mm-hmm. possible. And I guess it just goes back to all of us At being the cost very impatient. Of our so, therefore, we resent canada post
1: and the reason he can do that is because he contracts out all the employees and they don't make very much money so it's like that's the cost of it and we, we need a public postal service because canada is huge and if you privatize it then they all the postal service is going to be concentrated in the urban areas and how the fuck are people in the yukon going to get their yeah. mail like, who the fuck is going to want to deliver it it's going to be astronomically mm-hmm. expensive we need to kind of like distribute it over The country.
2: That's a good job for that couple that tried
0: to escape to the north. Can deliver the mail. (laughs) You guys are henceforth the Amazon delivery bitches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You asked for
0: it. Yeah. I guess the other issue, too, with the whole Amazon thing is um, in that article. Uh, That woman was bringing up that there haven't been enough precautions taken for the employees like they haven't been provided with enough protective gear and there haven't really there's there's nothing being monitored essentially like nobody's really going out and ensuring the safety of the employees and supplying them with what they need to not get sick or make other people sick. And they, they can't really take time off or like say they're going into isolation because it's like risky for them.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like, we're all supposed to not go to stores um, because, like, it's not essential. You don't need this, I don't know, whatever it is, cotton balls or uh, a metal ruler um, right now. But, like, you can order that (laughs) shit and you have, like, a precarious worker coming and, like, basically they risk their... their life to do it (laughs) so we're
2: just like (laughs) i'm
1: social distancing but it's like
2: but i i mean i guess but they're putting it in like that is more controlled than us all going out to get it it's having like specific people doing it it,
1: it's an improvement but um (laughs) i guess i just thought that that was kind of funny especially talking talking about um at the amazon facilities they're like we can't fucking practice like the the things that they're telling us to do it's impossible because we have to be just in and out like really quickly i do see delivery people coming with like a mask on and i'm just like hope hope that's working (laughs) for you
2: i know they're not doing like canada post included um they're not like you don't have to sign for packages at this point or there shouldn't be any interaction they can just drop it off i yeah. know they did that
0: amazon is getting a lot of attention right now for all of this shit and like the way that its employees are treated and data 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 because it's obviously like trudeau just made that major decision about them but it's like other shit too like what about like grocery store workers and pharmacy workers and stuff it's like they don't they're not being given like masks and all this fucking equipment and they're getting paid way less than like other people you know what I mean like and the government just came out with that article too being like oh grocery stores are all getting Friday and Sunday off this week for the so the employees can rest and everyone's like oh congratulations government you're so nice and kind it's like they already had those fucking days off you're not giving them anything like those were already holidays (laughs) I just don't get it
2: yeah I was gonna I was gonna mention that before I agree with you I think because Amazon's such a um such an easy target for that but i am assuming that in terms of regulating ppe etc that's probably a problem with every company mine included because they have to hire people to do those jobs too and they don't want other people coming into your company so i think Mm -hmm. it happens so quickly that that's probably just an overarching issue yeah
1: no precarity isn't like concentrated in amazon solely it's definitely exists in basically all sorts of retail i would really love to like manufacturing
0: is a delivery driver for Amazon and just get like all the super deets.
1: We'll just order something and then shove a mic. You just a- try to yeah. try to catch them. <laughs>
0: I can't catch you them. You gotta, I'll,
1: I'll catch one. I have skill. Ambush the next delivery driver that comes I almost, to your door.
0: I, I was on Amazon today and I was like, I'm just going to order something silly and like a, like a costume and then surprise Dylan with it. So, so I just have this like nun outfit in my, in my cart and I'm like, what am I doing? Like these people are risking their lives and I'm like, none costume. Well you gotta
1: You know if you go crazy That's gonna negatively impact everyone Because you have the potential to do a lot of damage So you do what you need to do to stay sane Ainsley
0: True that, true that, I'm buying the nun costume
1: (laughs) Dofo, tell us about Dofo Jenna
0: Tell us all about Dofo Okay Um,
1: Or Dougie (laughs) as we like to call him on the pod Dougie F Teach Uh, me how to Dougie Uh, um, So he has drawn uh, A lot of
3: praise Um, Political analysts Are saying that his almost Regular daily briefings Around uh, Corona um, He's been Really responsive And engaging and He is gaining a lot of approval From all of Ontario including um, People who really Resented him at first And Basically, uh, there's this one article where they said that his conduct, his conduct, um, used to be compared to Trump's, but his public appearances have been free from any political attacks, which is very true. I haven't really seen any negative media on him because I think that he is doing a great job. And he also that people are praising him because he's giving credit, uh, to scientists and public health officials And he's departed from his usual agenda of trying to balance the uh, province's books, and he's been boosting income for lower-income people and changing the spring budget to be completely corona-related. Do
0: you think that's kind of, like, applauding the bare minimum? Because, like, he's doing what he should be doing right now. I don't think think it's special.
3: I think compared to other leaders, um, including Trudeau, I find his actions more uh real um I genuinely like when I watch Trudeau versus when I watch Ford I genuinely like admire how Ford is handling it I don't really Mm -hmm. like I can see him actually like helping lead us out of lead us out of this crisis whereas Trudeau like I I don't know I have this like deep-seated hate for him but I just feel like he's like Fluffs around Pansy things Yeah I, I feel like he <laughs> fluffs around things And isn't Like extremely genuine
2: I wonder if that's more to do with their respective Positions because Trudeau kind of Has to speak in generalizations because Like Doug Ford can can More talk as though we are his people Because it's this one province where, look, Trudeau kind of has to make it a general Statement at all times He's more there as like a figurehead where Trude- Well
3: I think that well both of them Both of them have to like stick to certain talking points and um, keep things pretty general. Like I remember when I had to be at like multiple announcements where Ford was at, I would see his like speeches and talking points, but it's the politician politician's decision to kind of like veer from that if they want, or like add in an extra sentence that is like coming from themselves. And I just feel like Trudeau there, there could be, I think a little bit of room for him to show more, empathy like i just don't believe it personally and i also i really did uh, applaud ford when he decided to come out with the data um where trudeau didn't want to tell everyone about um, the projected numbers going forward and And ford was like i want to be transparent and
0: but that's probably your personal opinion too on like how the numbers would affect the public too. Like I'm sure Trudeau and Ford both sat down and looked at both options and were like, should we reveal this or should we not? What are the pros and cons kind of thing, you know? And if Trudeau had his reasons, he they were probably good ones and Ford just didn't agree with that. It's a difference of opinion. You know, I don't think one is necessarily doing better than the other because they wanted to make a decision about something that will affect all, all Canadians, really.
2: To play the devil's advocate about DOFO too, um... I don't is it almost more insidious that he is now yeah, I uh, fully agree. To the, or not pandering but rather doing the things that we would agree with when he wasn't before because because now that's politically uh, beneficial for him. So before that those actions so it's really yeah. that he's flip-flopping between those two personalities when they are beneficial for him, right? If he had stuck by
3: that, the things that people didn't agree with with him are because of his like conservative policies where this isn't political. This is like people's health and it's for everyone you know, like those the things that drew hate from other people were him cutting things to get the budget back on. Yeah. So
0: it's easy votes. Like, I'm sure he actually cares. But at the end of the day, he is a politician looking to be voted in again. Everything he does is a move on a chessboard for him. You know, like, I think he's making good decisions for Ontario's. And I do like like what he's doing. But do I think he's special for them? No, I think he's simply doing what health officials are suggesting and being transparent about the effects of every of the virus and everything, which is the right thing to do I don't think he deserves an applause for doing exactly what he's supposed to do maybe a little like affirming nod but that's pretty much it my question is like will it last and will he carry these lessons out when yeah. we move forward beyond this you know yeah fair
2: um i I wonder do you guys think that this pandemic is I is it beneficial generally to a politician that isn't a complete moron like trump's really shitting the bed but that's Trump I mean um but in terms of it's it almost seems like a good this is like uh like a good way for them to come across well
0: yeah build rapport yeah. and they're it's like, wartime. like superheroes and it's some like senses. it like wartime
1: presidents typically do very well because everyone's like scared yeah, and yeah. they need someone to basically put some stuff into place and and then it's it's kind of um Like psychological such
2: as true daddy (laughs) he's our daddy
1: (laughs) (laughs) so and this is like our people call
2: it core right this is our fucking war
1: we don't have world war 2 we have this fucking thing and I think that about which is so fitting for a stupid fucking useless generation
2: but I think that about Doug um, Ford too I'm like more want to just believe in him because I'm scared and I want to believe in him and therefore and not that he's doing something wrong that's just the way it goes it's almost like a a positive for them to be empowered i am
1: partial to the like sort of populist uh oh no absolutely like just uh, what do you call it um the way they talk (laughs) they 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 are better at kind of communicating like humans if they are politicians rhetoric like they, they are politicians you could tell that like like trump for example he's clearly a politician but the difference between him and like the democrats is that he has incredible political instinct like he knows how to like kind of play to people and it is i I get like how mesmerizing it is when you're used to people sticking to like a script like there's so many canadian politicians that speak in this very formulaic matter where it's Mm -hmm. like canadians know we need more birds that's why today we've enacted the more birds act and it's just like it's like that over and over again
0: (laughs) and like there's just
1: nothing there and i'm just like what even are you like there are these like um professional managerial like human resources types. Where Did
0: you guys ever watch Parks and Rec? I just finished yes. re-watching
2: it like two days ago.
0: It reminds me of that um, when Ben Wyatt is working in Washington under le- he's making the campaign for that guy and the guy finally comes into the office and he's just like smiling at them and he's like hey yeah the weather's great today isn't it or something and then he like goes into the office and sits it's down just, and he's smiling the wall. and staring oh, yeah. at the wall. <laughs> yeah and they're like what is he doing? Like, And they open the door and they're like hi and he just turns them and goes, hi, weather's (laughs) nice today, isn't it? And then they leave and they're like, oh my god, he's a robot. Um, (laughs) Guys, I think this should really settle this
2: whole argument. Nana thinks Doug Ford's doing a job um, and... (laughs) that's really all the information we need that was that, her quote she said <laughs> <something>, <laughs> what did she like, say? she's like he's normally a moron and you know he's doing a pretty good job and she said <laughs> it out of nowhere with no provocation and I was like alright <laughs> I accept that, that I would love joking. I would really love for
1: a leftist politician to harness that like populist energy though like yeah. it's like they both sides have these both different things going for them and if someone with the right policies I know. could ha- have that sort of like human fucking like energized like not like yes, such a fucking yes. robot like that they would i think they could do really well <sighs> jack and layton would have done decades. such a good
2: job right now
1: yeah <laughs> he, he was like the last sort of uh NDP candidate who kind of had that going for him um, mm-hmm. um but
2: do you guys kind of want to just quickly touch on how other provinces have been doing with everything
1: yes what have you read about
3: Yes. Also, real quick, I guess I am pretty subjective because I did meet Doug Ford, and he was a gentleman. <laughs> he was Because such when a we went to get a <laughs> that photo he taken, touch your hand. his hand I mean hovered me. over my hip. That's okay? right. He kept he kept a healthy distance Male, from feminist, my hip to his hand. He was hand. practicing no, social whoa. distancing I mean, before that, it was that on that trend. That's
2: completely like self protection <laughs> on his part. <laughs> no, of course oh, he no, was probably course, like yet.
1: briefed, like never touch a young woman, never touch in, yeah, Never, ever, especially ever, ever, ever 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 ever. <laughs> um, um yeah, please put that up on the Instagram and put Doug Ford practicing social distancing before it was popular. Uh, please do. Okay. So um well, yeah, so other provinces, what have you read about other um, provinces? So
2: BC and Alberta are both uh said to be doing better at flattening the curve. Um, Alberta mm. specifically I believe Ontario and Quebec seem to be in a little more trouble I read today that Ontario uh, Part of the issue is that We have such a low testing per population um, To which Doug Ford said was unacceptable And we need to do more testing But they're trying to measure more by yeah, hospitalizations But I think that's <laughs> still difficult But anyways, Ontario and Quebec are doing worse than Alberta and BC I,
1: I did read, there's like a little like list of all the provinces And when they started doing shutdowns and um bc and like those western provinces shut down like a lot earlier well like a couple weeks earlier i think than ontario and quebec and also i read someone speculating that snowbirds coming from florida to ontario and quebec that would have like really oh right accelerated (laughs) the problem
3: (laughs) yeah i also i read that well i i kind of looked into how provinces differed in their responses. So like number one with their testing, their communication and then financial aid, like the differences in what the population are receiving. But for (coughs) the communication aspect, Alberta um, (coughs) health officials began like immediately when (laughs) they noticed that, sorry, (laughs) 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 Okay. immediately when health officials noticed that it was, uh, that cases were being linked to community spread, they told the public immediately. They're like, okay, we've had two cases that it wasn't just travel related. And then this further tightened the rules. And then, which then had ramifications on how health coworkers and the public responded. Whereas Ontario, for example, there used to be like a daily update pertaining to a a detailed account of each new COVID case where it said like, uh, like the sex of the person, the age, and if they had traveled. And then you started to see that information was missing because they kind of lost track of where it was coming from and i think they were late on the boat of telling people wow it's actually like it is spreading in the community as opposed to like like you're not just safe because you didn't travel right kind of thing Mm -hmm.
1: i i saw that what this one man on twitter say um in terms of bc doing really well um as, and in particular, Vancouver, may I respectfully conjecture that a large portion of our population has been far more aware of the dangers of this pestilence and hence took evasive measures weeks ahead of average Canadians. Do you know what he's talking pestilence! about?
0: Pestilence! <laughs> no, I just had to say that. He's, uh, so I think he's referring to
1: the large uh, population of Chinese immigrants in B.C. and in particular, Vancouver. And it sounds Mm -hmm. like they were a lot more aware of the problem earlier than anyone because or more likely to be aware of it, because obviously if your family is like in China, then there would have been more awareness of the um, severity of the problem. So that could also be a hypothetical factor, at least for B.C., perhaps.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um, I also read that in the Yukon, um, the government is going to be providing... Uh, Cell phones with four month service plans on them for free to vulnerable women, which is kind of a cool thing to do. But Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're really going to like roll that out. It's like calling all vulnerable women. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Please (laughs) identify yourselves vulnerable women. Can you please just... (laughs) Yeah. It's like they're saying that it's um, the women eligible for the phones are like homeless, experiencing or fleeing violence or in like a precarious situation to in regards to accessing resources. But it's like, do you have to apply for it or are they just like, here's a phone for you? They might just have them like
1: at shelters and stuff and places that they would normally go and like social assistance offices. I don't know. But I guess you're not really supposed to. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. Um, It is a weird
0: thing, but, like, cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, heart's in the right place and all that. Alberta is removing, like, regulations, the reporting requirements for environmental stuff. Because I guess they're trying to, like, reduce the burden on corporations right now but obviously some people are thinking Mm -hmm. that this is just gonna kind of this is just like a way for them to it's like the shock doctrine hypothesis naomi klein's shock doctrine hypothesis where they're just kind of sneaking stuff in while everyone's distracted and like freaking out um that's gonna Mm -hmm. fuck things up further in the long run but i don't know well
0: i mean this is also true of like the ring of fire they're just beginning to do all that shit on that as well like i think it was the beginning of march what's the ring of fire Um, the Ring of Fire is an area in, like, northern Ontario that, um, has, like, a huge untapped, like, area that they want to start mining and it's full of, like, what is it called? I think, like, chromite or something like that. But, um, it's, like, they've been wanting to do it for a really, really long time and Ford's government was like, okay, we're doing it. And, it, like, at the beginning of March, like, only a couple of weeks ago, he sat down with, like, the First Nation communities and, like, the companies and everything, and they all reached an agreement. So, like, that's happening, but you don't, do not see anything about that in the news, like, at all. Mm. And, like, it's a huge environmental thing, and they're having to, like, make roads and, like, obviously bring a shit ton of people in and, like, all this shit. At least they met with the First Nations communities, though. But... Oh, it's gonna be, yeah.
1: it's gonna be a very different world. We're gonna talk about that in a bit, but first, a break. <laughs> Corona break.
2: Corona
0: <laughs> break.
1: So did everyone drop? Dr, blah, blah, blah. Did everyone watch the oh. new Drake video?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yes. Drake, our I'm Toronto boy. Just... He
1: never stops reminding people he's from Toronto.
0: Toronto is yeah, in Canada. It's sickening. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, the video, um, I saw, I was like, I scrolled very briefly down the YouTube comments and someone wrote, Drake is single-handedly funding the marble industry.
0: 100%. And I agree. What? His
3: <laughs> home is very strange. Like, there's
1: just... Marble? Oh, marble. Like, oh,
3: okay. Marble. Yeah, 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 yeah. His house Marvel. is ugly. Marble.
1: Why do rich yeah. people so have such ugly sweet. houses? Yeah, there's like wards weird... and all the
0: glass cases and shit, too. I'm like, can yeah, you Yeah, it not? looks like a like, shitty just...
2: Las Vegas penthouse
0: hotel or something yeah it's somewhere where someone would take baby tigers
3: you know? <laughs> um yeah I, it kept like focusing in on different rooms and they just looked like like with the blue light and pink light they were like weird sex yeah. rooms it had the same I, energy I, I, as
0: the sex, the sex house, house that you, we saw with you Brittan. Um, yeah. it had the same he, energy he
1: invented a dance I guess um what's the song the
0: called the Slides. slide twosies? I don't know
1: he tells you how to do it in it's
3: the song. It's such a
2: such a like a really very transparent dance. way to go viral, I guess.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Like he's really reaching there. I found really the video very reaching. boring. Yeah, it's very. How
1: about you guys? It was so boring. Am I like missing something? I was something? like, I
0: don't want to no it's literally you're just following him walking around in his track pants with his face covered rapping so you you don't even know if he's even saying the words he he could be just saying like butts 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 over and over again like you don't even know what he's saying I assume he's like meant to do it to like
2: like Sonia just said and show solidarity because his face is covered and he's alone in his mansion and he shows the empty streets but again it's a little tone deaf and it's like look how rich I am and you are not in a mansion but I mean maybe People will like it I
1: don't fucking know I feel like there's Okay so the Comedian Chris Fleming Who's very funny uh, He tweeted a long time ago How did they get us To forget that Beyonce Was in Goldmember There must be a system Of lights that they're using To like <gasps> Get us forget to forget that. And I feel that way About Drake <laughs> and Degrassi I'm like, hello. But he, he how is, does this yeah. guy have like rap cred? <laughs> but he like, he he's mentions a dork. it all the
0: time, the Degrassi thing. Yeah, yeah he had was. a does I he never yeah, forget he had, Degrassi and like, thing, oh, and I yeah. never forget Foxy Cleopatra. I literally quote that I'm, bitch oh, on the yeah, daily. Yeah, you really no, you know, do. Dr- Drake has, has a, a whole, Foxy
2: Cleopatra. <laughs> Drake has a music video with like other people from Degrassi in it, so if he leans into it.
1: Oh, I'm so uninformed. I thought that we all just forgot about it, and we were gonna pretend that he was like a. Yeah, I think he had a Degrassi reunion rapper from like the streets
0: he was in a wheelchair I don't too. think he. I think his brand <laughs> I, I don't think, think his
2: brand has ever been that he, he like was hard done by I'm pretty sure he had wealthy parents didn't he he
3: started from the bottom yeah oh right was, that was yeah. a thing
2: that, but he worked I as shoppers know. like he was like a
0: middle class <laughs> But like he started from the bottom in his relative yeah, sliding That's what I mean. From like middle class. In <laughs> that I guess I'm... Um, started from the middle class, and now he's here. <laughs> there. I mean, even if
1: he if he just like wasn't into grassy, like if he was just like a middle class, like I guess like f- good for you for bringing Toronto, putting Toronto on the map a little bit more. But like. It's just f- so funny to me like <laughs> I remember a long time ago <laughs> I-, I stumbled on this on remember the stumble upon that it would just like send you oh, random yeah. websites based on your interests and it was like this article by Bo- ghostface killer on rapsandhustles.com and he wrote a list of the top 10 softest rappers in the game. And Drake was the top three, number two, and top one (laughs) softest rapper in the game. And I think in the second one, he called him like wheelchair Jimmy or something like that. And he was like, just look at this
0: guy. (laughs) This guy's, this guy's soft. He is pretty soft. Like he has pretty much nothing to say about anything. You know, I
1: feel like I I don't know anything about like this type of music, like pop, hip hop. But
0: like, <laughs> you sounded like a mom. Yeah, yeah I know I sound like a pop, fucking idiot. Oh, but
1: crap. Well, it is. It's, it's pop, and but it's like a hip hop pop. But um, <laughs> I feel like he started the whole like uh, like really boring fucking like one note like. No 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 I'm going and then I'm going over his, here. His, and then I'm his going his over there. Da- and that's the whole song.
2: His dance is really fucking stupid and basic too. It reminds me of like learning square dancing in gym class. But yes. I think that's kind that of I'm it's stupid, but I think that's kind of like trendy with tiktok stuff they do like basic dances mm-hmm.
0: it is like that's why he's doing it well because
1: then everyone will be able to do it because if he did like a skillful move then but
2: it's a weird everyone
1: would <laughs> not be able to succeed
0: drake just hits us with this complicated contemporary dance So <laughs> one
1: front flip and then the splits and i call it the drakey drakey <laughs> <laughs> the
3: drakey, drakey I was looking fuck. more up about his house after I watched the video and he said that he wanted it to be like a Versailles in Toronto Versailles. and that he wanted it like That's all art deco themed and it's just, it's very yeah. ugly.
0: None of that is accurate. None of that. Also, who the fuck, like, what a thing to do with your money. Hi, I have money. Therefore, I must make my home look like the most fucking expensive home dwelling that has ever existed on planet Earth. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I mean,
1: I'm more offended that it's just so ugly. Yeah, Go back like to Degrassi.
0: Great. I could <laughs> Yeah, man. Go back to Degrassi, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> that now, okay. <laughs> corona. The Corona distraction is
1: over. We're back to Corona. Back to real it's life, guys. Dawn. It's a hard fucking Corona life out there. Um, White House was asked to stop sending some masks to Canada. Weren't they? Was asked some well, we, uh, sorry, the White House <laughs> asked the company to stop oh, sending masks like, what? to Canada. <laughs> so Donald, President Donald Trump. Uh, i
0: forgot his name was donald (laughs) we should refer to him just as donald but then that
1: reminds me of our friend Um, just like donald imagine
0: donald his name isn't donald his name is shout out to
1: donnie i'm just gonna read what he said because clearly i can't like speak off the cuff very well we hit 3m hard today after seeing what they were doing with their masks P-act all the way. Big surprise to many in government as to what they were doing. We'll have a big price to pay. Yeah. (laughs) So basically the company was saying that they can't keep up with demand, that they cannot manufacture enough masks, but, uh, they were sending masks to Canada and other countries and Donald Trump invoked some protectionist measures to be like, well, if you don't have enough masks to go around, then you are going to keep them here in America rather than selling them to the highest better better elsewhere. But of course, as Canadians, we kind of want those masks. So there was a little bit of a skituffle between Canadian and American officials Did you about just this say and skituffle? it just points to another a little bit of a skituffle, <sighs> yes. Um so, uh, I forgot what I was... Oh, yeah, globalization, once again. Supply chains, we're all interconnected. If one thing happens here, it fucks things up over there. We really need to rethink this whole system.
0: Like, it kind of makes sense to me if there's no- literally not enough product to go around that they would keep it in America, who they have a huge demand for it right now as well.
1: Yeah, like, everything's fine now, but, like, I did get there... Yeah, like, I get it. Like, I, I want the matt <laughs> ma- I want everyone to have Sonya masks, wants but the masks. I also understand... <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I want
2: the masks all my to myself. I don't masks. want anyone else to have uh, mine. Yeah, the main uh, big issue with it was basically that he was going to. Uh, damage the close relationship between Canada and the states. I think that was further worsened by I believe when they closed the borders, Trump was saying he was going to put armed guards at the borders, and it yeah. Was, yeah, that no was one's so like trying. Like we're not. Yeah. Yeah. it's like the states has more of the virus than us. Like we need to be keeping you out. That was so, so funny. So he was literally just yeah. criticized by like everybody
1: for that. <laughs> it's so silly. Oh, he was just th- he was pandering to his base. Yeah. With that. Also,
3: contention around the whole thing because isn't the pulp that's made. The pulp is made in BC
1: that makes up the 3M masks.
3: Mm. So we, like, make some of the materials.
1: Right? Yes and no. Like, I saw some people saying that, but then I saw people countering it and saying, no, there's no pulp in these masks. And they're saying, America uh, manufactures more pulp anyway. We don't need you. So, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Trudeau
2: Trudeau specifically acknowledged it, too, and said they wouldn't be doing anything retaliatory towards it. And I think um, Doug Ford was also... Kind of publicly frustrated with it.
3: Yeah. He said, never again in the history of Canada should we ever be holden to countries around the world or companies around the world for the safety and well-being for the people of Canada. I'm not going to rely on President Trump. I'm not going to rely on any prime minister or president from any country ever again.
2: See it's that a seems dramatic. a bit harsh, <laughs> uh, but again, just going all the way over to the other yeah, side. That's, that honestly seems like menu- a Trump response to a Trump <laughs> <laughs>
1: issue. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's it's something you need to think about in the future because it's true you can't. Yeah, uh, it's coming to fruition. You can't rely on other like if suppose um, it wasn't done out of malice, but like in China, for example, they couldn't send gowns to places because of. Um, viral shit going on. It wasn't because they, like, didn't want to. It's just, like, something shuts down halfway across the world like well if you don't manufacture any of it in your own country you're yeah. fucked I,
2: I agree I totally agree with what he's saying but it was kind of, it just seemed like an emotional response like fuck, oh, it, yeah. fuck it, never again never yeah. again it's like well that seems like something we need to all. discuss before deciding yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, become the number one mask manufacturer yeah. in all the world yeah. <laughs> you'll see <laughs> Um, but yeah I, I think also this is interesting the discourse around this was interesting because protectionism used to be a leftist policy like it used to be like duh protectionism is to protect the workers and the people in your own country so that you're not just selling shit to the highest bidder you're not um undermining the workers in your own country blah 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 but it's so interesting how things change and now it's seen now trump is espousing protectionism and um people who are so called on the left are saying um you know, I, I, obviously, you're going to be uh, people are going to take issue with that specific situation. I'm not saying that, but the broader conversation around protectionism um, is just it's, it's kind of flipped. And it just shows, again, how those old lines of left versus right are really changing. They're realigning. And it almost doesn't really make sense to think about things in those terms anymore. Um, so I thought that was interesting, too. So,
2: to me, it kind of seems on track, like historically, with the American policy of the, their individualism and what they did in the war too to isolate themselves, um, it, t- to me it seemed par for the course for the states even historically just that they would well
1: well it's individu- it's not individualism because it's 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 more um, your country first and like your people first so in that sense it's col- collectivism because individualism Sorry, to um, me would be more every individual on the planet like it's it's a doggy dog whoever can afford the masks gets them. Whoever I is the more, bidder gets them
2: i meant more individual as a country i guess that would be collectivist oh, but uh
1: i guess like nationalistic. Yeah,
2: nationalism um yeah well what's the term for what they did during the war uh was it called is- iso- ice like, isolation isolationism yeah, which now that word has the a- different meaning i think but um it's it kind of to me it was reminiscent of that that uh we kind of close off to other countries in a time of crisis
1: yeah well but but yeah that's uh that is though when things were kind of seen more in that um left right traditional dynamic mm-hmm. um, but then
0: it like it always it never works out that way you know like even in world war Two, when canada was like oh we're Trying to keep safe, we'll just have like a like an air base here and train pilots. That's how we'll get involved in the war. But then at the end of the day, like conscription happened because that's what was needed. So everything always changes. Like you can try to do shit like that, but it won't work out.
1: But then Corona will come along it'll and it'll
0: get you. It'll just stink and get you. It'll ya. get
1: you. Okay, last topic. Some changes are happening. Ooh, tell in case us you about haven't
0: noticed.
2: <laughs> I, I kind of purposely stayed oblivious to them so you could read them uh, and me
1: really too me right. too I'm I'm yeah, let's, let's have some yeah. fun don tapscott wrote this article so he's talking about different things different shifts that are happening and speculating on which ones are going to last and we can talk a little bit about those consider the following he oh. says the ascendancy of online shopping of course, online shopping has been growing for a while, but he's saying, you know... This will just be the way? Brick-and-mortar retailers are dying, left, right, and center. Um, restaurants are dying. So, you know, is this going to last? Or are we going to get used to ordering freaking everything? I think
0: it might. Yeah, it could be the nail in the coffin for... Because even with groceries and stuff, too, like, I know Dylan was saying that at his work, like, people don't even bother coming to the grocery store anymore. It's just, like, everybody does that, like... I forget what the app is called.
1: Click and collect. Yeah, I think
0: there's a, a couple of them, but it, it's just, like, people in a store of, like, of those companies just get getting people's groceries, which is, like, why the fuck not, you know? Just sit there, order your groceries.
2: Yeah, I used to do that, too, but I think now – I think that was more of a convenience thing now, but I think the nail in the coffin is going to be now people are going to be overly concerned about safety and sanitation. So I, I really do feel like that will – Also, like
1: all these stores that go out of business, like when they go out of business, they're done. And then that just gives larger retailers even more market share. And, you know, that might just be it for them. Maybe forever. Whatever. It's just gonna be Amazon and that's it. Yeah, the like, streets are gonna look so Re- sad.
2: Speaking of Parks and Rec, I was just watching the final season and it's in the future. Oh, yeah. And they're like one of America's eight like companies. companies. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> they're like all blended into one. It's like Coke. <laughs> Fucking KFC. It's all just yeah. like one conglomerate. Uh-huh. I saw
1: one funny tweet that was I think I posted it in the Discord actually. It was like uh the two the only two jobs that are going to exist soon are Amazon fulfillment worker and like online internet yeah. prostitute yeah, sex worker.
0: <laughs> That's accurate.
1: It's very dark. Okay, the next prediction, the end of cash. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the last time I used coins or bills anywhere, he says. Me neither. Um, If we can't use cash in a crisis, do we need cash in normal times? I don't think so. I
0: literally Uh, never, the only time I ever have cash is if I receive cash for like Christmas or a birthday present or something and then it runs out and I'm like, all right, back to the card, like never have it. So he's
1: predicting that uh, it's just going to be totally eliminated and apparently the banks are working on digital cash. So aside from credit or debit, like sort of something that just uh, clears and settles immediately. Mm um interesting so i guess they're kind of trying to do like a bitcoin thing but without all the fucking terrible problems of bitcoin um but i don't know like i cash is another one of those i never fucking use it ever 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 but i do have like a fondness for having like coins in your pocket yeah and like being or in kid your car five dollar bill to coffee
0: with your toonie you know but I,
2: I remember when they got rid of the penny, and I thought that was going to be a, logistically and emotionally a bigger deal, and it happened so quickly, and I like forget that <laughs> it they existed immediately. So yeah, fast. I forgot about the penny too. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's going to be such a change in culture and society, and like a, a week <laughs> later, it's like, oh no, it like really didn't make a difference. When they were right
0: to have eliminated. <laughs> when we were cleaning Dylan's like house, we had this little like. Chest or whatever, and I found a plastic bag, and I lifted it up. I was like, "This is so heavy!" And we looked in it, and it was just a bag full of pennies. And we just like lo- looked at each other, and <laughs> we're like, "I." I guess we'll throw this out. Like <laughs> you should. You can sell them. it on the merch website. <laughs> no, they're in the trash. Yeah, they're gone.
1: full. The them. banks don't take them anymore, will they?
0: I'm not sure. I think I if thought, you that, I them, thought
2: them. the banks had to take them. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. Oh, I, I don't, know don't, It just. It wasn't do have worth the amount coins of work. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: like, Jenna, I want to hear your fond memories. Tell us with about the coin coins. memories.
2: <laughs> you can just <laughs> hear her muttering in the
3: I used
1: to collect like
3: special. Quarters that oh, were you're the, one of like, those special fucking nerds? yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> uh, and then every uh, year, my parents would get me like a special coin for Christmas. Oh my god, and then I China. also have memories of my Nana and I rolling all of her coins and then going to the bank and depositing them. So that was exciting, but now I like that is all a mere memory because now, like, coins to me are just associated with like a laundromat. and uh paying like forgetting to pay my parking in toronto because like the coin thing is stuck and so i'm like fuck it i'm running in to get a coffee and then getting a ticket immediately i actually
0: like hate like the people who keep special quarters and coins and shit like no offense jenna but like when i'm when i'm working (laughs) and like someone's like taking forever to fucking pay with all their change and then they're like oh no not that one that's a special one i'm like fuck off like it's a goddamn quarter like (laughs) Oh, I've never no, heard of that. That's, that's okay. Weird. I mean,
3: you can rip on it. It happens I was eight, all so. the...
0: Th- yeah. Like, <laughs> you should grow out of it at a certain age. Like, what are you really going to do with that quarter with a little bit of blue on it that says, like, fucking remember the whales or bullshit? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: like having, like, a toonie and a yeah. loonie. Yeah.
2: I,
3: I like
1: toonies cool. and loonies, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, toonie and loonie. My,
2: uh, was <laughs> my main issue with <laughs> coins and cash is that I don't treat it as real money. Like, I'm like... oh, uh, you disposable. know, There's, like, 40... 40- yeah, I'm like there's 40 bucks in my wallet. That doesn't count as my overall income. <laughs> like, yeah, no, same, exactly. I agree with that. That's yeah. why. That's
1: interesting. I, I've I've heard people say that, but I'm the opposite. It's like it's there, and I can like it's see it, like and like nothing. I have to give it to someone. Like with with hand to hand, and I'm like they're taking my money. It's <laughs> like, like I don't know. With the, with a card, it's just like an invisible transaction. I'm like, who even knows how much money is in there or out there? Or it's all just when. When I used cash to work as a
0: server, I would, like, keep all my tips, and then I would just put my paychecks into my bank account, but, like, my tip money, I would make a lot of money in tips, and, like, I probably could have saved a decent amount, but I was like, no, this is cash for spending, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing with my tips. It would be, like, hundreds of dollars, yeah. and I never knew how much I had. I'd be like, just take it
0: from the tip fund. <laughs> I, I don't know. As soon as yeah. it was in the bank, it became right. serious. <laughs> Exactly.
1: All right, we all love cash, but are we going to love the comeback of global institutions? In what way? So he talks next about how after the Second World War, we built, like, the United Nations, and the World Bank, and all those fucking organizations. No one knows what they do. Uh, the World Health Organization. Um, and and then we kind of, like, forgot about them, sort of. And then now they're making a comeback, apparently. <laughs> uh, so we're relying on them now because of this global catastrophe. So he's saying that's going to... It's going to be more. Guess, We're going to have more I guess of those. I guess it's like during
0: the war times too. Like they had to like open like huge new departments to like oversee rationing and like shit like that. You know, it's just like, what are the issues that we are facing now that there are new institutions for that would remain after? Yeah. Well, not
1: necessarily new ones, but just the kind of like a active more kind um, of? active and like we are like giving a shit that they are there and they have more sway like the world health organization obviously uh, everyone's looking to them like what do we do right. <laughs> whereas maybe before everyone was like i don't know they come out with fucking statements all the time and i'm like whatever
3: uh-huh. yeah i'm i'm all for it global institutions yeah, i'm into it
1: i like them me
0: too we are one
1: <laughs> yeah, we are, we are one. Uh, one i mean we'll see okay the triumph of online education so as we have seen uh, Shit's going online And people have mixed feelings about it I'm
0: fully okay with it But I can totally understand why some people Wouldn't be uh, I mean
2: I think it's sorry. I think that the <laughs> I hate the perfect. <laughs> I, uh, I like, literally could not stop myself from doing that. Um, uh, I, I think there's a real, real need for kids to socialize and stuff, oh, but in terms of ad- at least adult education, I'm fine with it. I, I was already doing school online. I think there is but a I huge merit But I think elementary school should be done in person.
0: I agree. But I also do think that, like, in post-secondary education, there really is so much value in, like, educational, intelligent discussion in a classroom setting with a teacher there, you know, and your peers. So it's hard to...
1: Yeah, I'm really worried about this because I'm, like, like, I'm like you, Brayden, where I'm, like, much more of a better independent learner and, like online learning kind of suits like a hectic schedule more and blah, blah, blah. I get that. But universities have been on such a decline in terms of like reputation. Mm -hmm. And it's been a lot more about getting as many students in and making as much money as possible and then this is just gonna allow them to do that even more because you just can like throw your shit online and you don't even have to think very much about what you're teaching or how you're gonna get your students engaged um and and yeah like i just feel like this is gonna fuck like universities even more and it's just gonna make degrees even more of a I joke think it, if everything's i think it online. also depends
0: on like the class too because there are certain things that like you're just not gonna remember unless there's like an animated story that goes with it you know what I mean like it's just gonna fall out of your brain as soon as you. I mean yeah if
1: you have a like certain introductory courses that are just kind of like
0: yeah you can read the key terms like certain certifications
1: I understand why they're done online because it's just like you just need to learn this shit and you need to like tell me that you learned it and then that's it but, like, definitely upper-year classes where you're getting deeper into the material. Uh, as much as, like, look, I fucking hate going to class, and I went to, like, 2% of my undergrad. It was a joke, but, like, that wasn't good for me. <laughs> like, I didn't learn anything. Yeah. yeah, you know what? And This is what I'm thinking. Kindergarten to
3: grade 5 in class. Grade 5 to grade 12 online, because no one needs that shit. Going through middle school and high school, guys? I had a good time horrible, in high school. in the halls.
1: Okay, well... <laughs> Now they have cyberbullying Jenna though. They would have just got you oh, on MSN. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I like liked they can high get school. Me anywhere. I didn't have a problem with it. I liked a lot of my teachers too. Like a lot of my teachers were sick and I still remember them as some of the best teachers I've had.
1: Okay, a society of clean freaks. Yes. So people are saying, have you heard people say, you know how after the Great Depression, people would like save and hoard food because they had mm-hmm. this like Traumatic like response or whatever That they can never get rid of So after this are we all going to be a bunch of Freaky OCD hand washing fanatics I don't even think it
0: will be like uh, Like a neurotic OCD thing And I think it'll, it's just becoming a little bit more habitual Now like even I know every time I get Into my car now like Dylan and I just have like Lysol wipes just sitting like in the car And we just wipe down the steering wheel the handle our hands and then like Throw it in a bag so it's like That I'm just kind of getting used to now And I've noticed myself just doing it but I don't think it's like an obsessive thing. I think it's just like we will that will happen just because everything is becoming habitual.
2: I think I think it will likely trigger some people that were already on the verge of kind of having OCD like the cleaning type of OCD. Mm. I think certainly that could push people over the edge. But overall, I I, I don't see it changing that much in the long term because although this is a global pandemic, other countries have had epidemics and health crisis. And I've never heard that they've changed into like a society of clean clean freaks. Very
1: true. Very true. Good point. Um, The destigmatization of government. So obviously we're relying on the government, um, as we talked about, uh, even... DOFO has warmed up to you know government spending in times of crises to help people so is this going to warm people up to government centralized actions more and like more government spending
0: I think it will if it's going to the right places I think it's encouraging to see like just what this whole crisis is shedding light upon with like workers and, like, underpayment and all of the issues within our system. So I think people are putting more trust into the government because they are reacting to that right now. So it's like if they're reacting to it now, then they kind of have to react to it in the future. Maybe. The, I don't know. I th-
3: maybe going back to what, Brayden, you were saying with Ford um, and Ainsley about how, you know, we're going to have to see how – The politicians continue to act, or if they go back to their old
1: tricks, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I
3: mean... Yeah, it's a
0: tough one.
1: He says here, libertarianism as an ideology is in deep trouble. Libertarianism is dead. Like, those guys were so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, everyone should just look out for themselves and it'll all work itself out. It's like, no, that's absolutely not true. The strong will crush the weak. The rich will eat yeah, the it poor. It works if
0: everybody like, is it's in not solitary gonna confinement and they don't interact with anyone else or need anything from anyone else. Like, you can go live in the mountain by yourself and be a libertarian, then fine, but doesn't work in a society.
1: Well, it totally backfired on them, too, because like the, the the class that ascended to be like the rich and powerful was not, I think, politically aligned with them. So it just kind of shows, you know, careful, careful what you wish for with that stuff. This leads into it. He says we need to get serious about a universal basic income. yeah. What do you guys think about I that? I think that's
0: we need to get great. serious because it. in in the in the <laughs> <laughs> guys, fun
2: time is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were having fun with universal basic <laughs> <laughs> before. In, in now certain it's countries time countries that
0: have implemented it or have implemented something close to it like every it's just like statistically everything is going up. Like people are happier, there's less crime. There's like less violence, like like just everything is better. So I don't know how it would have any negative effects, in my opinion.
1: Well, it could, um, like they don't know exactly, but I, to my knowledge, they've tried it in three like small places for a very short in amount Canada? of time. Um, to different, no, just around the world. In Canada, they, they started trying it. They did a pilot in Ontario, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really a universal basic income. It was just like cash, cash. Um, uh, giving money to p- very poor people. Um, so it was basically basic income. Yeah, for, wasn't for it like thirteen hundred dollars a month
0: or something like that?
1: It it was depending on how much you earned already. Mm. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but that got shut down. Mm-hmm. Um that pilot got shut down but I I don't know because like on the one hand of course I want I think that there should be redistribution of wealth 100% is universal basic income the best way to do it I don't know some think that it would just end up like making you know rent go up right because if everyone's income is going up by like x amount then rent is simply going to go up by x amount and it's just going to be a wash um And also it might kind of increase precarity because it's like now companies are like, oh, I don't have to fucking help you out at all because everyone gets universal basic income. So I could just even treat you more like shit. Mm. Um, So those are the potential problems with that. um, But obviously we don't know how it actually work out until it was actually implemented. It's like
3: widely rolled out.
1: Maybe it would be good. I don't know. I
3: think, yeah, I think it, I see more positives for it. Um, Also in terms of looking at this Corona situation, like the amount of, um, Companies and organizations who will never be able to recover from this, as like a lot of people are still recovering from like 2008. I think that so many positions will be lost, and you know, as technology progresses, too, I mean, workers are going to be replaced, Mm -hmm. and I don't think there's going to be as many jobs unless we start manufacturing everything in Canada
2: because we don't trust anyone <laughs> oh, <no>. else. <laughs> yeah.
0: just get a job at a
2: mask making facility.
0: Let's make it yeah, home.
2: I I am particularly concerned, no, not particularly, that's into douchey, but like um I'm worried that my work isn't actually going to open up again because it was kind of a small business. it is a small business and I'm I am really concerned about finding a job after because there is going to be such a high competition for jobs um especially a job that was decently paying. Millennials got
1: fucked. First we got the 2008 financial crisis, yep. and now we got this. Yep. It's like every time I'm about to graduate, there's a fucking recession. <laughs> it's like Yeah, things. there's a
2: there's a meme going around like did everyone feel like your life was just about to come together when this happened? and I was like 100% like I bought a fucking house. And yeah, it's like no. Yeah. no Psych. Real. I really did feel like the other shoe was going to drop, so I guess here we are. Yeah, all of us pessimists are proven right once
1: again. It was snowing here last night, just like a little bit. It was kind of weird. I didn't appreciate that. (laughs) Okay, last one, the virtual workplace. So obviously a lot of people are working from home now. Um, you know, do we want to institute more permanent changes to make that happen? Because there's a lot of people who commute to work who probably don't have to, like their jobs are mostly done on the computer. So that could be a commute saved and also just giving people more time to be at home. You know, that kind of could really solve the childcare problem Mm -hmm. for a lot of families. Obviously not all jobs are conducive to being done online, but I don't know. What do you think? First of all, is it a good thing? And second of all, do you think that that will be sustainable?
2: I think think it, uh, I think it does. Uh, Also draw attention to the fact that internet is a utility, not a luxury, Yeah. especially if people now all are working from home and um, students in public schools are expected to now do school from home.
0: Yeah, it should be everywhere. Like everybody should have fast internet, no matter where you are. But do
1: you think, what do you think, do you think companies are going to be like amenable to people working from home, like continuing to work from home?
2: I think they're going to have to be and probably will prefer to be because it's probably a cost saver for them too. Um, Someone I know, uh, I just won't say their name because I don't know if they're comfortable with it, but they were started to work from home and their company said if they survive through this and they, they're probably going to switch everything to people working from home.
3: Yeah, you save money renting out a space, office supplies.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, And like just hiring people to manage the office and just like janitors, like literally so many costs cut if you just work from home. But also, it's like maybe some people don't want to work from home. You know, it's like, what are the mental implications of that as well? Because I know that like if I got up in the morning and had to like, work at my house all day and then I was done work and I was like still at my house I'd be like oh everything is melting into one you know like it'd be hard a lot of companies don't trust their employees
1: also um or they like are really into like culture like you know the workplace culture we need to like hanging nap pods (laughs) you need (laughs) you need to come in and like um you need to be here basically uh and for certain jobs and certain people that might be better or worse, um, but that's also a factor. I love working from home. I, I don't get it. Everyone at school is always like, I can't get any work done at home. And I'm like, you don't fucking get work done here. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel like you're getting work done because you're you, you went, you know, you're like, oh, I spent like 10 hours at school today. I must have gotten a lot of work done. You didn't. Um, but like, I, I don't know, I just I like having it. my food and coffee here and like being able to play music. Sorry, go ahead, Brayden.
2: I was going to say, I, I I do fall more on that side that I do more work when I leave the house. And same same with going to the gym. Like, it's a lot harder for me to work out at home just to find the motive. Motivation. I think that actual going into work does motivate me however I don't know if it's so so beneficial that that much of an industry has to exist for people like my's benefits mm-hmm. like I think it's more mm-hmm. of a habitual thing and adjustments
0: can be made Yeah, like a case-by-case case analysis kind of thing at least reduce
1: work hours like 40 hours of work a week yeah, is especially too in much an office in where you're
0: like sitting in a fucking terrible chair and I just for think it's commuters, too fucking much like, yeah, horrible. people. Most
1: it's totally normal to commute an hour Which a day, an hour there and an hour back. So that's like 10 hours a day of your life that are just gone. Yeah. And then you just like work for the weekend, and but you can't even enjoy your Sunday because you're just thinking about going to work the next day. Like, it's horrible.
0: And the traffic, Yeah, I mean, my, CO2 my one
1: roommate, she does
3: like half work at home, half work in the office because she mainly just goes into you know, meet with all her co-workers and kind of go over things. So maybe reducing the amount of days you do have to go in. But then it's like if they, so many if they do com-
0: reduce that, then the company is, do you think that they would even like want to pay rent on a like an office or whatever if people are going to like reduce their, I don't know. They would still yeah. probably
2: need some sort of headquarters. It just might be, it just might look different.
1: Um. it'll be a tiny room with one man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> overseeing <laughs> with like little bugs in everyone's computers to make sure that they're working from home or something oh like God. fucked up like there's no way they'll let us have this they'll make yeah. it fucked <laughs> they'll be like okay you can work from home but That's we're gonna true. like but
2: put so you know, make sure cameras you're not up. happy about it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> work is not for enjoying <laughs> no no no
1: oh. alright Okay, enough. Yeah, enough of speculation <laughs> enough. and enough. corona. <laughs> it's been a long ass time. Um. Anyway, okay. Absolute unit of the week is the Wu Tang Clan for donating to the Ottawa Food Bank. This is the random love we need right now, says Nar City.
0: Wu Tang Clan still fucking exists.
1: I know. That's how I felt. I was like, wow, throwback. Dude,
0: what is their no good, latest sorry. like album? Like, have they released Uh, anything in the last century? Did you expect us to...
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm going to whip out, like, their discography.
2: Okay, why are we shit-talking the Wu-Tang Clan? They did something nice. Yeah, they're doing a good thing.
1: (laughs) Here's what they said. They said, we got you, Ottawa Food Bank. Just made a donation ourselves. Appreciate Canada holding us down all these years. To our Canadian brothers at Strombo, blah, 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 all these people. Hashtag fight hunger, hashtag Ottawa. Look at that! Isn't that
2: nice? Do they have an actual sure. connection to Ottawa, or did they just choose? After an Ottawa
1: cannabis company's co-owner speculatively tagged Wu Tang Clan in a message about the scheme to raise money, the rap group stepped up. I guess he ah. just tweeted think, at them, and they went for
2: it. Do you think the actual Absolute Unit is the person who tweeted at them? Uh, I like to keep, I'd like to keep it the Wu Tang <laughs> Clan. <laughs> okay, they they tra- they fucking.
1: Uh, what do you call it? Um. What do you call it when you move through time? Time travel. Time travel. Time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the time travel from the (laughs) nineties. I cannot think of it. You basically travel
2: from the nineties to today. (laughs) What do you call it when you travel through time? Time travel. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: yeah okay. I don't know man
1: so, hour, we're at an hour and a half so so
2: we want to try a thing where if you guys are listening and you have an absolute unit we would really appreciate some help choosing one each week um, some ways you can get that to us is if you uh, follow us on Instagram at Terry Foxy ladies and you can message us um, Twitter at the same thing, Terry Foxy Ladies. Um, I don't know what our YouTube is. <laughs> Someone else. Nor that. do I. Terry Foxy Ladies podcast. Foxy oh, okay. So La- on any right platform. <laughs> just follow yeah. us and message you us. you can Google us, surely you know
1: how to Google. <laughs> yeah. dear listeners. But, but it would surely be cool you know. if you
2: guys could tell us your absolute units, and maybe we'll choose you and give you a shout out.
1: If it's good enough, we're not going to just choose anyone. Just to be clear.
2: Sonia, that's not very encouraging.
1: I want them to be the best they can be. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> okay. So, keep wash your hands. Keep Thanks safe. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Build that mask empire in Canada.
2: If yeah, if Doug Ford's listening, I could probably use a job at one of these. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Mas- <laughs> these mask. <laughs> I don't remember the (laughs) word for factory Oh my god (laughs) See, see, it fucking happens No,
1: Sunny, yours is much worse
0: Bye (laughs) Farewell
1: (laughs) Farewell